0: Yo, yo, welcome back. It's your boy, Stub v, and it's the Let's Get This Over With podcast. I got a um, very special guest, uh, one of the faithful Talk That Shit members. Uh, introduce yourself, bro.
1: What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Hope, hope everybody's having a great day and an even better evening. My name is Tyson Jones, a great friend of Vic. We're actually just being in person for yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, TTS Ant- and Ant-Torius. the family. <laughs> well, yeah, welcome well, aboard, though, bro.
1: I appreciate you having me. Thank you very much.
0: For real, man. So, we're going to dive into a whole lot of things, bro. Like, uh, even though, like, we just met, like, we've been friends for a while. And uh, you're a pretty interesting cat. And, um, yeah, bro, like... uh, I like that. Personal training. (laughs) Personal training, bro. Like, I see you over there all buffed up and shit, man. So,
1: (laughs) that was your first love?
0: That was your passion?
1: Actually, no.
0: No? Okay.
1: So... It's very interesting. Like, when I was a child, I actually was not really into sports that much. I mean, I played baseball. I was in karate uh, since I was five years old. Okay. But uh, it was more that I got kind of pushed into doing it, not so much I wanted to do it.
0: Okay, so it was never really a passion.
1: No, not at that time. But what I really enjoyed, like, growing up, I was very into space, astronomy, and all that. In fact, like, I remember we got asked the question in third grade, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, astronaut. Yeah. And Anyway, I want to be astronaut for the most part when they're little kids, but Whoa. I actually really was into space. Like I remember my mom used to get me all this uh, space stuff from the uh, toy store and everything. I remember she got That's me like um cool. this whole replica of a soul system one up for Christmas one year. And I was so excited about it. So that was really my passion, like when I was a kid. But as I got older though, as I got more into like the real world, yeah, I would say probably around middle school when my confidence wasn't really that great because I had to wear braces and I was a bit socially awkward at that time in my life, so that's where I really started getting more into fitness and martial arts, because I figured that, you know, if yeah. I get better at that, I'll get more confident, I'll get more buff, you know, maybe girls will actually pay attention to me. <laughs> so
0: It all starts with the girls when we start yeah, going through puberty, sure and everything we do is for the honeys, man.
1: It sure does, because I remember this, this one girl I had a crush on, like, back in sixth grade, and she was <laughs> so pretty. I mean, long yeah. black hair, brown eyes, just, like, perfect,
2: but... Yeah.
1: She kind of turned me down in a nice way, and then like I saw her like with some other guy who was obviously on a football team, yeah. <laughs> you know, big muscles, athletic, yeah. popular. So it made me feel a little bad about myself, but at the same time, though, I made me realize like you know what, I get to better myself. You know, even though that I'm this awkward kid who has braces, you know, who really can't can't be super comfortable around people at that time, but I knew that I could do better. Yeah. So, I started doing my push ups. I started doing my sit ups. I started eating better. I started asking my mom to like uh, cook me like more, f- more food so I could bulk up. And that's yeah. when my confidence started to build up. Okay. And then I would say, when I was a teenager, my mom put me in summer camp. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to go at the time, but she said to me, You're not going to spend your summer in the street. You're going to do something. You're going to meet different people. You're my mom always
0: a- made us go to camp too.
1: Oh, uh, you uh, know uh, what? <laughs> we,
0: we, oh, we had our ass right in Project Play. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right,
0: oh. Yeah, right over here Huntington. What,
1: what was my camp? Um, yeah, It was a great South Bay YMCA, like in okay. Bayshore. And so, I did that's not- That's where you're from, Bayshore? Nah, Deer Park. Okay. But I did not want to go. Like, I really, really didn't want to go. I'm like, mom, please don't make me go to this place. And she's like, you're going. I'm not going to have you in the street. Your brother's going to be working. Yeah. So you need to do something.
0: That's a, That's the best thing about growing up. Uh, With a powerful black mom, bro. Yes. Like, my mom always kept us all in line. Like, whatever choices we made when we were 18, 19 adults and shit when we started. But, like, as kids, like, I got to give my mom her props. Like, rest in peace. And um, rest in peace to your mom, too. I
1: appreciate that. Thank you. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like, I know you lost your mom uh, early April, right?
1: It was uh, actually towards later end in April. But she was, she got put in the hospital early in April. She was there for a couple of weeks. Fought like hell to, like, get better. But Yeah, shit. She's raising
0: fighters like you.
1: But you know it's just too much for her. so unfortunately she did succumb to the virus which was absolutely heartbreaking for myself my brother yeah me too and even bro. my father who actually was divorced from my mom but like we were all heartbroken yeah but we leaned on each other we 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 loved on each other we kept each other strong and we're healing that's we
0: dope yeah like the healing process like I'm going through like it's um pretty extreme like every day is different like uh. I'm still trying to find out. Like this might sound crazy, but like I'm still trying to find out like my new normal. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want this. Like, like I don't want to feel like this is normal forever. But like I have to come to grasp with like my mom's not here no more. So it's like I have to like I have to do whatever she would want me to do. You know what I'm saying? But like I feel like she's gonna open doors for me, and like I feel like uh she is. Like, I, like like I don't know your mom, but you're a dope representation of, of her. You know what I'm saying? Like we could like jump right into it and transition. Like you um about to follow that's her dad's footsteps.
1: Yes, yeah, so um as you know, which most people might who are listening might know, I enlisted in the Navy earlier this year. Wow. Well, which good I, shit. I love well, it. So I I as most people know I enlisted to the Navy early this year, which came as a surprise to a lot of people. But honestly, Vic, I've been thinking about doing this for a very long time. Dope. But the one thing that stopped me was the dreaded C word
0: commitment. Yeah, commitment.
1: You know, like, like, do I really want to sign a contract? Do I really want to be locked in for, like, four years, five years? Do I really want to do that? And this is a story that was going on for many, many years, which kind of was a light bulb moment because I realized, like, why I was not getting to the places I wanted to be. Not because of my talent, not because of money, not because of family, not because of anything. It's because I cannot commit to save my life. Yes, in the gym, that's one thing because I love going to the gym. I don't look at the gym as a chore I look at it as a passion. I look at it as uh, like as a hobby. Yeah. Something I enjoy. So that's different.
0: How did that work? Like, um, like not to uh get into another, but like uh yes. like I want to ask you a couple questions. Sure thing. Cause Absolutely. like like I kind of had that like uh in my notes, like with the sure. gyms, like sure during thing. uh like during the pandemic, like how was that different for you?
1: Oh man, that was definitely not a fun time, like for the fitness industry. Yeah. And though I understood why like they were shutting down gyms like for the time being, I yeah. got the concept behind it, but my only issue was I felt like we we're not given a fair chance yeah. to like show that we can like keep people safe while giving like a place to work out at. Dope. But thankfully though, like um uh, we, we got back in business and my gym I work at specifically didn't Shout really suffer. Out.
0: Shout him out. So like CKO. Okay.
1: Linda Hurst, thank Dope. you very much. Four years of epic memories.
0: That's where you train uh karate out of too? Yes. Dope.
1: Thank you so much for having me for all these years. I'm definitely going to miss y'all. Shout out to CKO Linderhurs, to, to Christy, Frank, Crystal, and all the great members there. My clients, y'all are the best. Had to do that real quick.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Shout them out, bro. For real.
1: But as um, back to your question, though. So the fitness industry definitely got hit hard with the pandemic. But sometimes we realize it's not about resources. Yeah. It's about being resourceful. Yes. So what we did is that we had our online classes. So we had our uh, Zoom classes where nice. nobody was in the gym but us, but yeah. the instructors. And honestly, for a while, it was rocking. Yeah. It really was. But I get it, though. As the weather gets nicer, people want to go outside. They want to go to the beach. They want to go to the park. They want to be outside, not be stuck in the house like they were in the beginning of this um pandemic. So I totally got it. So it kind of did this out a little bit. But for the most part, though, like it was pretty damn good because i trained my clients out outdoors when we were able to use the gym because we couldn't have anybody in the gym. Like, even as one-on-one sessions, nobody but staff was allowed in there. So I had to train most of my clients outside, which was great, actually. They loved it. I loved it. Obviously, if it was, like, inclement weather, I couldn't train them outside, yeah. which is the only sucky part. But for the most part, though, like, it wasn't too bad. I actually like in a way enjoy being outside more with my clients because like
0: What's your favorite part about training the work or all uh, the results? You know what I'm saying because like I you know you, you know like I work for the highway. Yes. And like um sometimes you don't like doing the work but then like when you're done like I'll be riding like driving past it with somebody like like yo like I built that sidewalk or like I made that curb. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you know what I mean like that's like some a people actually Great question. like some people actually like enjoy the work or some people actually like to put in that pain, you know what I'm saying? Cuz like that's how I was at practice like they used to call me like in football, they would call me like a practice All-American. They'd be like, yo, you go back hard at practice. You know what I'm saying?
1: So You know what, though? That's a good thing because yeah. how you usually practice, how you perform. Definitely. Yeah, that's so, what my coach used to say. My favorite Practice part, how you play. <laughs> yes, sir. My favorite part of the whole process actually was really the journey to, like, getting the results. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. When my clients get results, I'm happy as hell for yeah. them, and obviously they're happy too. But well, something about that journey, being on that journey with them. It's just a euphoric feeling because like you know what the outcome's gonna be. Yeah. You know that they're gonna get to the the desired um destination. You know yeah. they're gonna get the results that they want. But just that journey, just being on there with them, yeah, watch it all unfold, is just magical. Dope. Cause it's so easy to wanna be a part of the outcome. Yeah. That's the easy part. When you're looking good, you lost all that weight, you got yeah. a six-pack, you got you, yeah, got you got the summer body, everything. All of a sudden, everybody wants to be around you. All of a sudden, uh, everybody's like, you know, looking at you. All of a sudden, everywhere you go, you're breaking necks. Like yeah. that's all great and well. Oh, yeah. But
0: I gotta give you a props for that, bro. Like we, me and you had a dope conversation like offline before, bro. Like you was telling me uh, uh, about your confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like you was like, yo, like it took me a while to come out my shell and start talking to black women. You know what I'm saying? Like you. Yes. Like you know, like like I felt like dope that you trusted me. I'm saying like with that conversation you know what I'm saying like because like I see it like when dudes like you Like when you get like older and you become like successful and you do what you want to do And you get what you want to get like you're gonna get the woman that that you want to get But like you before like you wouldn't have the confidence to talk to them Like what got you to that point to where you just like fucking and just started shooting your shot with the sisters
1: You know what that's a great question because I realized that even during my middle school years and even my early high school years, where yeah. like my s- social skills with women weren't the greatest, I realized that I was carrying that into my twenties and even yeah. a part of my thirties.
0: Because
1: well, I was thinking back to like how like I got played by a couple of girls or laughed at or like got yeah. cruel jokes played on me by by them as well. But I was letting that be a part of my future. Nah, because I remember one time um in middle school, these three beautiful girls whose names I'm not gonna mention out of respect yeah. since um. One of them is actually no longer with us. So I'm gonna uh, like not say the names yeah. um out of respect. But I remember the three of them pretending they all liked me and they were fighting over me. And me being like a guy who, not a lot, without not a lot of friends like back at the time. I actually felt good. I actually felt like, you know, wow, like no, maybe this is not gonna be so bad after all. I only to find out it was a joke. Yeah. So that's what kind of made me I don't wanna say resent.
0: Damn bro, middle school is cruel, bro. Oh, like,
1: tell me about it. It's the worst. Yeah. I don't wanna say maybe resent um black women, because I did not resent black women, but yeah. it kinda maybe Nah,
0: your mama's black, you love black women, hell, but like absolutely. But but like, you know, like um like like you know, like you're not like not like you don't come across as like a thug. Like you're a bigger dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't give off the aura or the energy of somebody that like grew up like in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So like most Black women, like, not to be stereotypical, but, like, they shy away from dudes that are like you, that are more or less, like, uh, like, like, what I say, like, preserved or, like, like, uh, laid back. Like, I don't know the word without trying I know, to be, like... I know
1: exactly what you're saying, Vic, like, and you're right, but that's the story I was carrying with me, like, all the way until, like, recently. Yeah. That, like, you know, I wasn't thug enough, I wasn't gangster, you know. Nah, you don't gotta be none a, of that shit. I wasn't a rapper, I wasn't a superstar athlete, and all nah, that, so... Nah, you yourself,
0: so, that's what I like about you, bro, like, not to cut you off. But like no I see, bro, like uh like your platform is wide open and like you're a trainer and your um karate teacher, like you like so like your platform is open and people like uh trust you and trust your judgment, but like you let everybody speak their piece. Like, you know I me, mean? like I'm different. Like you see me, like I oh, I, sure like, do. I don't <laughs> give a fuck how <laughs> I'm saying. If, 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 if you don't sure look like do. me, you ain't going through what I'm going through, I don't give a fuck how you <laughs> feel about it. But like I feel like with you, like like you have the physical attributes to be like, yo, fuck you, shut up. And you don't, like you let everybody speak their piece whether you uh, agree with it or not, but you always stand up for black people.
1: You know what I'm saying? And, and like the, the struggle dead? of absolutely what
0: we absolutely. go through. So like people don't know that just because you talk proper and you different and you go into the military, like you still a dope, positive brother. And like that's gangster to me, like taking care of your family, about to go fight for the country, teaching people how to how to, how to defend themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, using martial arts to reach your own confidence and showing other people how to dig deep into themselves, bro. Like, I watched you. your training videos, bro. Like, you are, like, a dope trainer and a dope person. That's why I'm sitting down Thank with you. you right now to tell you, like, like I'm proud of you. Like, even though, like, I don't know you, like, I love seeing black men like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, who battle with your own type of... Uh, Thank you. I'm saying, like, your own type of internal struggles and still come out, like, on, like, on top. Because I see you right now. You look good. You feel good. You about to go and fight for the country. Like, you still... Like embracing everybody, like you went on your little going away tour, like you, like like you doing your thing right now, like all that shit from junior high school and all that shit is like in the past. But like what you about to do is dope, and the way you stand up for black people online, offline, like you stand up for all people, like most people, like your page is pretty diverse, you know and I'm yes. saying like, yeah, yes, like sir. yeah, like you leave your page open to the public. So like I read a lot of comments, and, and like I'm like there's no way Tyson knows all these people, and you be like, nah, my page is just public, and, and like I'm a trainer, and I I I, I got I got a nice bodies, people follow me, but like the way you engage with people is um. Like very dope and like you keep a level head. You know what I'm saying? And like it don't go like uh, like unnoticed. You know what I'm saying? Like with the way you carry yourself online. It's my first time meeting you in person. But like the way you carry yourself online is dope. And like your training thank videos, you. like it's dope. Like you really are very passionate about what you do. And you. know what I'm saying? Like it must feel good to get paid to do something you love. So it's it's, I'm shouting you out, Black man, for real. Yeah,
1: thank you. It certainly does. And let me tell you something like people people on my social media, I want to get that just a little bit. Not not too much on that because yeah. I know you got a lot of questions, but... Yeah,
0: nah, bro. Do your thing, it. bro. Uh, we hate to it. none.
1: I got to get into that part yeah. because, like, people will say things on my page not not because they attempt to try and disrespect me. That, yeah. I know that. Yeah. For certain. They just but, feel comfortable
0: enough to speak their yes. piece because... Like, you might be the only black person that some of them know. So, like, they're going off the way you yes. are and the way you treat them. You know what I'm saying? So, they think they can get away with saying shit like that because you're a nice guy. That's why it, That's why it's good to, to have a diverse page because I'll be on there like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay? exactly. Like, like
1: and, I li- and I like that because, yeah. like, you know what? Like, people will say certain things, but there's a I have a line, though. I have yeah. a line that's not to be crossed. Whoa. And you've seen, like, people have crossed that line. Like, when someone like, we actually had this conversation one time on social media when that one guy tried to compare Malcolm X to David Duke.
0: Yeah, like, that come was on, bro. like, yeah, th- like, you're totally fucking, you totally done. lost, bro. Done. Like, come done. on, bro. Like, that's just like,
1: done. When someone compares one of my idols, yeah. one of my heroes, to a racist piece of garbage like that, Whoa. that's where I draw the line. Whoa. And believe me, like, you know what? I'm going, speaking of Malcolm, like, I want to go into that in that a little bit. So, Growing up, obviously, learned more about Dr. King than yeah, Malcolm absolutely, X.
0: because that's what they wanted us to learn.
1: Right, and I knew a little bit about Malcolm X, but I felt like his way wasn't something I could align with at nah. the time. Yeah, at the time. But thankfully, I uh, will meet your friend Chuck. shouting to you Chuck? with something Yeah, man? Shout, yo, 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 <laughs> yo.
0: You know what's crazy is low key. Like I never met Chuck before. Like we literally just friends. Like from like talk that that's shit. That's incredible. Well, nah, Chuck's a good dude, man. That's incredible. Like, like he's really for the people too. Like I, I like I'm. Dying for the day to sit down and chop it up on him, too. But
1: learning, but I did my own independent research, which I encourage everybody to do. Like, don't be so quick to listen to, like, what you see on the news or even what you see on social media. Like, you see something that interests you or that might even, like, have you a little bit skeptic, go do your own research. Like, see for yourself. That's what I did. And when I started learning about Brother Malcolm, I was like, wow.
0: Blown away, right?
1: This man is not only, like, not only was a genius, but also, too— a lot of his ideologies is something that I actually could get behind.
0: Yeah, he's a brand too. Because, you, you know, know I loved him.
1: Because, <laughs> you know what? Like, the thing is this. What's going on right now in the world, as we all know, with the protests, you yeah. know, the priest brutality, all that.
0: You mean what's being recorded in the world? It, it, it just it, ain't it start stopped. going
1: on. It never stopped. Uh, just cell phones just start coming out. That's it. It's being filmed. But seeing one line he said that really stuck with me was that, like, you know, you come at me. I'm not gonna be singing. Yeah. I'm gonna be swinging,
2: yeah. and I love
1: that because that's exactly how I feel. For real. You know, like just because I'm not out there like busting heads and like getting the fights of people, that's not me. You could come yeah. on my turf and disrespect me, because what people forget is that I'm a fighting champion, literally a fighting champion.
0: That's dope.
1: And if people Second get out of black pocket, doubt, right? Yes, sir. And people get out of pocket. Yeah. Believe me, I'm not gonna be singing. I'm not gonna be singing, we, we're gonna overcome. There's gonna be no singing here.
0: <laughs>
1: it's gonna be fists and feet. Yeah. All day, them, every day.
0: Them shits work?
1: Oh, exactly. You know, it's gonna be rounds, kicks, rounds, elbows, knee strikes, jabs, crosses, Everything. Left hook, right hook. Like I'm, <laughs> like I'm Sagat from a Street Fighter. Yeah. You know, hit him with a Tiger, uppercut, hell. I Everything. Might, I might put a Hadouken too. too <laughs> shit. They try me.
0: Fucking Bruce Even, Lee used to hit people with that shit like g- a real Hadouken. Gimme.
1: <laughs> Give me a sonic boom. You know, give Whoa. me all that. Like That's crazy. I ain't playing. But yes, like I get what you're saying though, because my pace my page is very open for a lot of people to comment. Yeah. And I actually like hearing about other people's opinions. Yeah, me too. I've actually had very, very thought-provoking conversations with those who
0: Who you don't agree with.
1: Who share opposite views than I. But the yeah. thing is though, we understand why we might feel that certain way. Yeah. We could no, disagree
0: about certain shit, but like yes. uh not racism. Like we can't. No. No. Like, like we could talk no. about jets and giants all motherfucking day, but once you start telling me, if you never experienced it, like like as a white person, if, if, if you never experienced racism, why should I have to explain to you something that that I'm going through? Like if you have all the answers, why the fuck are we still going through it? Like like you don't know what it's like to 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 be black and what we go through. So like what you're saying is from not from your experiences. So, what are we talking about? Like, I can sit back and listen to you. Like, you can tell me about whatever you've been through. You know what I'm saying? like And like, yes. I, and like I, I sit back and listen. But like, as a black man, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different for us. And for most black men, that get to a certain point, um, they don't look at themselves like like any of us anymore because they know what they have to do to get to where they at. And like, I respect that too. But like, you have to throw the ladder back down. Like with what you were saying, like you gotta throw the ladder back down so everybody can come up, like your grandfather made a path, so now you can go do whatever you want to do and be successful, like you take that path and choose what you want to do. Like you said, you go into the military like him, but you're going to do what you want to do. Yes. Not what he wanted to do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like You taking your life experiences from what you've been through and made you be like, yo, I'm I'm willing to go risk my life and fight for my country and put on for, for my grandfather's name. Like that's you as a black man, that's your choice, and like I respect that. So for somebody that didn't go through what your grandfather went through, with um going to fight and then, stealing, then still dealing with systematic racism and all the bullshit that was in the military back still then. Still not even like, allowed to come have on. a
1: drink at a bar after this man risked war. his life in both World War II and Korea. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine you just coming back, fighting a war of a lifetime where... Yeah, so
0: over uh, 400- imagine somebody who never went through that telling you about it because, yeah. they, get, because they get to do uh, little Googles. Like I love and I hate this generation because like it's the free-thinking generation, right? So people know that shit was fucked up but they like it the way it is and they don't want to do the researches. Like, bro, like everything is information now. Like before the information was controlled by the people who were oppressing us. So now you can fucking just go do your own info, bro. Like now you can just go Google shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you could see that, like, like, like it was all fucked up back then, so.
1: In the age of information, ignorance is a choice. For real. I'm gonna say it again. In the age of information, ignorance is a choice because at this point in time, in 2020, if you're not doing your own independent research about certain things, well, you're just going to believe what someone else says or what some random person on YouTube says. If you're taking yeah. that to heart and not investigating it, then you're doing yourself a disservice.
0: I always say that about the George Floyd protest. People were like so fucking, uh, uh, not the protest about the George Floyd situation, excuse me. People were so outraged by it, but the same people who were outraged, they probably never even had a conversation with their black friends and their experiences of police. Like people huh? are Like people are outraged by shit that we go through every day. Like how? Like... Like with this fake outrage, like the like people you actually know, like you don't know George Floyd and you're so upset about him, right? But there's actually people who know that the police put their f- feet on the neck all the time. Shit, you know what
1: I'm saying? Put their feet like, on their neck, pull the gun out on, on them and like,
0: everything. Yeah. So it's like that shit is traumatizing for like uh some people, like, you know what I mean? Like I deal with police by not dealing with them. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't give a fuck about them because I know they don't give a fuck about me. So it's like, yeah, it is what it is. Like I got friends and family that's cops. Once you put on, on on that uniform, like, I'm going to still wish you luck and wish you the best, but that's a that's a brave-ass job to do. Like, yes. that's some brave shit. So it's like, yeah, like, you a brave motherfucker, but you know what you signed up for when you're doing it. Like, I didn't wake up and be like, I want to be black. That's how I was born. You know what I'm saying? So
1: And to to build off of that, like, it's, this is why I do have problems when people say that all lives matter and blue lives matter, yeah. because, like, you know what?
0: That's an occupation. It's, look, not, a, it's not a.
1: Look. We you and I both are the same. We yeah. we don't want anybody going out there and killing innocent cops who nah, had nothing never, to do with these never, brutality. We never. don't want that. But reality. But is- the system
0: of police has to change, bro. Like the police started out as slave patrol. So it's like we need something different. Like not saying abolish the police, because like some people, like there's hardworking people that's not like me. Like I'm 35 and I never called the cops in my life. Yes. Probably gonna go another 35 years without calling them or another like however long I live, I'm 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 probably never gonna have to call the police. Cause like I'm not gonna do that. That's just not what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But like so it's like I like I understand there's low violent citizens that like need the police. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 some people feel like protected. So it's like when you see that, that they that that they're relying on on, on police and never had conversations with people like my grandmother who was a Shinnecock Indian. They like so it's like they didn't have no police around back then. Like we like we policed and politics ourselves. So once you let people, again who don't Look like you and don't go through your experiences, tell you like, yo, like, yeah, like we need cops. No, you need them motherfucking cops. Like, like you feel safe around them. Like we don't feel safe around police. Like it's way different. Like, like even if we're not doing nothing wrong, like Brianna Taylor was sleeping. Like you can't,
1: like, like you
0: can't make half of this shit up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like homegirl was a cop and went into the wrong apartment and smoked somebody. Think about if that was the other way around. So it's like once you become a cop, so like as a black person, when you become a cop, you know that you're gonna try to fucking like 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 you're gonna benefit from 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 that system. But you don't hear about no fucking black cops killing no white boys because once they kill one of the motherfuckers, then you not a cop no more. Now you just a black dude. Hook, like
1: line sinker. Yeah,
0: yeah, like the system of like, like the system of systematic racism that works for the police is is is, is not gonna work for your black and ass. To build, to They're not gonna that, look at you like a cop no more. They're gonna to look at you like, that, oh, this actually, is a murderer. You know what I'm saying? Which, like, like you don't never hear about that shit. Like one of you ever heard about black cops. Like, not that there's not a lot of black cops, there's millions of black of cops. Course. They don't go around killing white boys because they know the system is not gonna work like that.
1: That and also too, think about this. Like, in like Minna- you're not getting
0: away with that shit.
1: In Minnesota, ironically enough, like yeah. there was, um, I believe the cop was, mu- I want to say, Muslim, Hindu. Yeah. Like, he he shot and killed a a white woman mm-hmm. unarmed, and
0: he got he, immediately.
1: More- was put in jail for twelve years. Which, <laughs> like, look, I mean? look, you kill an innocent person, I want sure you locked up, I don't care what you what color. yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're black, white, yeah. Hispanic, whatever. Like, that's the thing about it though, bro. Killed.
0: Like, that's taught in our house. Like, let's get yeah. this out of here. Like, we're not like we're not taught hating our house. Like, yes. like, your mom never told you don't play with that white boy.
1: Nope, hell no.
0: But like, how many white kids invited you to their house?
1: Ah. Growing up. Oh, boy. Like,
0: I remember the first white kid's house who I went to and his mom was from Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. His name is Chase Caruso, shout him out. Still, uh, still one of my best friends I ever had. Like his mom was, cause his mom was from the South and she knew what it was like. Like she has been around black dudes. Like we walked in and like, bro, like it smelled like Southern cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like we felt at home there though. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like still to this day, Chase is my brother cause he understands. Like when people talk, he listens. He don't sit there and push. Like, I, like I don't know what conversations they have when they by themselves. Like I know in his house, he wasn't taught that hate shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like that's not taught. Like, let's get that out there. Like, that's not a talk from my house. So it's like, like, people be like, yo, you racist. No, like, how am I racist for my reaction? And racism, like, like, racist, the word or the system, like, w- like, we have to reverse time. And like, I too, might have Vic, some prejudiced views, and we all do. Like, we all have some type of prejudiced views. Everybody in us, does. Oh, uh, whatever. But like, one thing uh, about it coming from my home, like, my mother was never like, my family's mad, diverse, black, white, Puerto Rican, Haitian, like, we of all colors, Indians. So it's like, we don't have to have these conversations that y'all need to have. Like, like, when you left your house, when you were growing up, your mother was like, yo, don't hang out. don't Like, like." and like, you just missed out on, like, like you could have missed out on one of your best friends because the black dude from the hood, he might be like, he might like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit too, but you never got to know because you looked at him like the black dude who you saw on TV or if he wasn't playing football or scoring touchdowns for you, like he couldn't come around. Like, that's just whack. Like, people don't realize, right? Like, I, like I, I, I talk my shit but some of my closest friends and dudes who I consider my brothers are white. You know what I'm saying, but like we never had these kind of the conversations until like recently, when the 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 new administration took over. You know what I'm saying, like.
1: And let me tell you something, Vic. Like to go off of that, I. This is why I encourage people to really go out there and meet people. Like, yeah. stop hiding behind your phone. Stop hiding Whoa. behind your computer. Stop arguing with strangers on the internet about politics. Because yeah. really, it's not doing anything. Because end of the day, none of these folks care about us. For real, none of them. We oh, we got to care about. Whether you, whether you're team red or Team Blue, yeah. none of these folks care about you. Yeah. So like, I encourage everybody to, number one, think for yourself, Whoa. and number two, go out there and meet people. Yeah. Since I've been spending less time on social media, I'm going to say this right now. My world has opened up tenfold. Yeah, you know, I'm meeting people from all ages, all backgrounds, and though they might share some views I may not agree with, yeah. but at least it's a mutual understanding of why I feel a certain way, yeah. why they feel a certain way. The world which, is changing. But even this, even though we have opposing views, yeah. one thing to say is this, racism is not up for debate. Nah. It's not.
0: We're not, like, like, like it's real and it still exists. And if you're trying to deny it, like, you know what I'm saying? And
1: you can't talk to them, us about how we should about racism. Because imagine Bro. this, imagine us being men and two females came up to us and say, no way, we've been raped by these men. Imagine us trying to tell these women... Well, you know, you shouldn't feel this way about like uh, men or whatever, because um, yeah. you know, like not all men are man. like that. Yeah. And you know, nah, you just she's traumatized. That. That's
0: her experience. She's gonna feel like that.
1: Hell no! I how... would never do that. Well, like I you would can't never speak do on, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can't speak on something that you never experienced.
1: I'm not. I am not gonna be attacked by some random men and try to be sexually assaulted. Yeah. No way. No way. It's not gonna happen to me. No, not when you're six foot and two hundred <laughs> p- over two hundred pounds. Of lean muscle, it's not gonna happen. But to a woman who's uh five, who's five foot three, one hundred fifteen pounds, being overpowered by not one man, not two men, but three men, and I'm supposed to tell her how she should feel about like her situation? Hell no. Nah. Instead, I'm gonna empathize with her. Yeah. And people can say, well, you weren't there, so you didn't really know what happened. Look, I live by a philosophy. I got doors. Well, no. Is Always. No believe the victim first Whoa. until proven prove it otherwise. Yeah. And look, if she was lying, okay, I'll take the L. I'll be yeah. all right, I was wrong. But I'm never going to question the victim first. I want to find out who did it and why. And if it turns out to be, um, be a lie, turns out to be a lie. Because the only thing that's, that's going to hurt is my ego. Whoa. That's it. But I don't care about ego. My ego disappeared long ago, earlier this year. When my mom passed away, yeah. my ego disappeared at that point. Cause I realized like, you know what? I don't gotta look a certain way for anybody. Yeah. I don't gotta yeah, be like a certain saw, way for anybody.
0: Yeah, like I saw you, um, like uh not to cut you off, but like uh like you started working out for a while, like I I guess you were like losing a little bit of weight and like people were like asking you, commenting, but like I'm looking at you right now and you look like like you look like you in, in the shape that you wanna be in. Like like you look like before you were getting big, you know and I'm saying like like big for, for like other reasons. Now you at the point to where you're comfortable enough to walk around in your own skinny, but you're not like I'm saying like pardon me one second. That's that's that that's the homie. I'll go right ahead, man. Yo. What uh what's going on, Brody? You in the studio? Yeah, yeah. I'm outside. All right, bet. Uh uh the engineer's coming out right now. All
1: right.
0: All right, all right, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, Brody.
1: And that's and that's the thing, Vic. Like, you know what? Yes, I was losing a little weight, yeah. but like also same time. Yeah, you I, were going
0: through stress with uh, stress, uh with your mom, bro. Stress. Like healing gym, is a long, difficult process, bro. Stress, and, and 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 there's no time limit on it, bro. The gym wasn't open. It's different for all of us, bro.
1: So I was dealing. With, I was dealing with a lot, but then I realized, like you know what? All right, military's coming up. What am I gonna do? How am I gonna turn this around? So once the gym's open up, I was right back in there. Yeah, you was out no. Know? I got, I stopped eating out all the time. I stopped door dashing. I stopped grub hubbing. I stopped doing all that because like, Pause you know, I'll go right ahead.
0: Yo, yo, oh, you got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vic, I, I stopped doing all that. I stopped Whoa. because like, you know what? it was time to get focused. So now, like, I, I got back to prep my meals. Dope. I got back to drinking Damn, water. bro, you
0: answering the questions before they even get there. Yeah, like, uh... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Nah, 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 I'm hell sorry. no, that's good, bro. Okay. Like, bro, like, that's how a podcast goes. Like, we are having a natural connection and it's just flowing and talking. So the question that I want to ask, naturally, you answer. them. Like, I, like, I, like I'm gonna ask you, like, uh, as a trainer, okay, what ahead, it's like, like, uh, uh, like with your diet and stuff like that. Oh,
1: uh, you know what? It's... My thing with diet is this, like, I really don't, um, I really don't really believe in the term diet only because, um, only because I feel like diets don't really last. I feel like it's just kind of like something that you just start with, but I really don't feel like anybody can stick with a diet forever, but if I could offer any bit of advice about nutrition, and this is just, like, suggestions, because, like, legally, I can't, like, say that you got to eat this and that, because I'm not a licensed nutritionist, but... What I can do is like a perfect meal is simple. Protein, carbs, and vegetables. That's oh. really, it's really that simple. And it's not complicated. And I always give myself one day a week where I kind of spurge out. Typically on Sundays where football's on and my sports are on. So that's usually day where I kind of like just like kick back a little bit and eat whatever I want. But I feel like people get so intimidated by wanting to lose weight and wanting to get into the gym because they feel like You got to give up everything. You just gotta eat chicken and vegetables all the time. You know, you can't have a beer, you can't have pizza, you can't have ice cream. And I just want to say that's complete, like, complete nonsense. Yeah. Because you can you can have that stuff, obviously in moderation. You know, it's the same thing when like people want to um drink, whatever. You can have a drink, but just don't be having like 10 beers a night. Yeah. You no, know, one or two, like that's fine. So I really believe that like the reason why myself and my clients are doing so well in their journeys is because they have balance. They can balance out between eating healthy, but also too. When
0: you ship out. Yeah, live. Oh, uh, like when you ship out, uh, will you continue to be training like in the military? Like will you still be like able to train like wherever you at?
1: I mean, in the beginning it's gonna be tough because I'm going through that uh recruit stage. So like okay. boot camp, nah, it's gonna be all just yeah. like me, just like doing whatever is expected of me.
0: My daughter's mother's in the National Guard. But like Uh, she's a recruiter now.
1: But afterwards, though, I can kind of integrate that back to my life. Okay. So it's gonna be weird for two months not doing that.
0: Yeah.
1: It's definitely gonna be like something I get used to because I've been doing this like really half my life. Yeah. I started teaching fitness at eighteen years old.
0: Damn. And uh how do you now?
1: Thirty-three.
0: Thirty-three? Okay. So
1: fifteen years. Yeah, you look young, bro. Oh, thank you. Fifteen years. So like really almost half my life I've been doing this. So not doing That's this dope. for like two years, it's gonna not do this for two months, I should say. It's definitely gonna be um a culture shock, but right. I know for a fact that the only way we grow is by doing something different, doing things that scare us, because if we stay in our comfort zone for too long, we're gonna die there.
0: What's your ship date? Uh, before we get out of here, uh, like uh, let people know your ship date and uh, like where they can follow you at on social media. Yes,
1: yeah, so my ship date is gonna be November seventeenth. So I won't be on social media during um that period to um January. But my Facebook is Tyson Jones. Like yeah. our mutual friends. people that uh, want to make. yeah
0: people that want to follow your journey. You know what I'm saying. And
1: um, my Instagram name. Don't laugh because it's definitely um a little cheesy. But <laughs> you know it does. And that's the thing. Like
0: even you though yourself, I'm in, even though
1: I'm in military, even though like um uh, even though I'm very hardcore about fitness and nutrition, I'm pretty much a goofball at heart. Like yeah. I really am. I'm a little kid inside like this uh grown body. My Instagram name is. I like Big Boats, and I cannot lie, So like, you know, like Big Boats, because of the Navy, and like the song um by Sir Mix-a-Lot that everybody loves. So yeah, yeah. I know it's totally cheesy, but that's a great name. Feel free to follow me there. I've always like posted up workouts, you know, positive content. And great dude. very, very Get out rarely, here fighting for black people. Very, very rarely you'll see me like post anything that's negative. But if there's something negative, it's something because I'm outraged about yeah. So it needs to be addressed. Absolutely. But other than that, though, like my page is very lighthearted, very fun, and just to bring everybody together. But yes, I will always fight for my people. I always fight for anybody that's a good person, whether you're black, whether you're white, or anything. But I feel in my heart that I'm always gonna fight a little extra harder for black people because we need we it. we didn't get the head start in this country like for others real. had. So, it's up to me to get him up to speed, or at least help him get up to speed. And if,
0: if you can spark the one mind that does it, then you did your job.
1: I'm going to make this a life mission. So, that's what I'm going to do. And, Vic, thank you so much for having me here today. Yo, Absolute that was
0: my boy, pleasure. Tyson Jones. It's the Let's Get This Over With podcast, it's your boy, Stub V. I got another fucking special guest in the building. Uh, introduce yourself, my J. Right yeah, right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, talk about it, talk about it, talk it's about it. This
2: Randy Paul, man, aka the Jiggy
0: Haitian we have, man. The Jiggy Haitian in the building, yeah, the sir. motherfucking young legend. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Young legend, football player, black activist, freedom fighter, soon to be lawyer. Yes, yeah, sir. Like, this All is black excellence love. in the building, man. We got a karate teacher, I'm saying. We got a fucking future lawyer. Former collegiate athlete, man. Talk about it. Talk about it. Tell us about yourself, Randy. Oh,
2: man. Uh, it's Randy Paul, Jig Haitian, you know, from Huntington Station. I've known Stud V all my life. Yeah, since yeah. That's like, my bro. Like, since I was, like, seven, eight years old. Um, I'm from Tower Street, man, you know. Yeah, the I block. When I was alive. So, you know, I was born and raised there. Parents, both Haitian immigrants.
0: Shout out my Zold. Yes, sir.
2: And uh, you know, football has just been the way of life since I was growing up, man. You know, I had big bros like a funny moment, Trevor Costin. Yeah, Trevor's the
0: goat, man. Yeah, bro, yeah. I, I, that's my bro, Trevor sitting You see seat over there. Yeah, sir. Like we started the shit with Trev. He's one of the original hosts of the um, Let's Get This Old World podcast. Well,
2: oh, that's man.
0: Bro, like I always told him about you. Like one thing I like about you is like um your fire. Yeah. You know And I'm saying like your presence, like you hungry about what what you do, and like like I seen it on the field. And to so, like transition right away, like turning up a switch. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it took Trev a minute. Like, after football, like, Trev had to go, I'm saying, like, you, like, you probably learned from him. Like, he yeah. probably extolled he it in early. you and told you, like, how to do it. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's my brother. Like, we had, like, real hard to hard conversations, bro. Yeah. Like, life after football. Like for him, like bro went back and got his master's. Like he's doing dope shit too. Like to see you doing it at 22, and to make that your choice. Like what made you, like uh, like not saying give up on football because the game is never gonna leave you. Like you still, like 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 you still fresh. But like what made you um just want to uh, like go pursue other things.
2: Man, I think I've always wanted to pursue other things. You know, Trev always told me that don't let football use you. Use football. Yeah. So, you know, football got me into the door. I went to St. Anthony's High School. Yeah, 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 yeah. Balled out over there, and then you know went to Marist, did my thing, but. I just always knew that I didn't want to go pro, I didn't want to, you know, do those types of things. So, I kind of focused on my brand, on who the Jiggy Haitian was. So, going to law school, that's my goal, being in sports and entertainment, you know, I want to be around black culture and the arts, like, you know, film, music, stuff like that. I want to be able to be at the table when they're not allowed to be there and negotiate on behalf of them. And then, you know, I just focused on that and I got a lot of friends, you know that are doing great things. So that's what I really want to focus on, just building my own brand and, you know, continuing the journey of what my parents came here for, you know?
0: That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, How long your parents been in the country for?
2: oh uh, man, my my mother's been here since 93. My father's been here since 90. My grandfather's been here since 68.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, your grandfather's the GOAT, like, he the one that paved the way, right? Yeah, he from Flatbush. Flatbush, BK? Yeah. Yeah, He's that's what's there. up.
2: He was there 50 years before he moved over to Long Island. So, yeah, you know. Uh, my grandfather was in, he was a teacher and he was in law school before he came to America. And then he gave that up during the Duvalier, man, it was a dictator and he was one of those guys that didn't really want to follow what he was saying. So
0: he, you know, he had to leave. That's crazy. Both of y'all got powerful grandfathers. That's dope. Yeah. Like my grandfather actually died on the day I was born, bro. That's crazy. Or, and like my dad didn't, like, I, I never met his dad, yes. but like my mom's dad, like I hear a lot of good things about him, like yeah. he, but like that that's dope to that see. Like um. Like uh, uh, your grandfather's still living, right? Yeah, you know Damn, right that's there. That's strong. Bro. That's good shit, man. Yeah, you know Andre. He, he's
2: kicking. He's going crazy. But, yeah,
0: you, know. you making them proud though, bro. Always, man. Bro, man, you doing your thing, bro. Like I see how y'all um, how like y'all sparked a movement or whatever. The leaders of the new school. Yes, sir. That's man, the leaders said, of the new
2: school, man. We just we fight on behalf of the youth of Huntington Station, man. Yeah. You know, we try to do things to help them out. You know, the mm-hmm. opportunities that weren't made for us, we want to create them for them. So absolutely. So you know, we just try to do things like you know, we're pushing diversity and inclusion when hiring more black and brown
0: teachers in the school district. You know, redoing West 11th Park. We're pushing mm, for that. That's what I'm talking about, yo, yo. That's what the fuck, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, man. Yes, my man said redoing West 11th Street Park. Yeah, man, and, then, and so it's man, coming from a 22 year old. he out here working with man. no other agenda. Yes, yeah, slap him headphones on, bro. Get in the mood. You wanna? I'm saying he was trap spot, man. Yeah, Look, yeah. try to tell you, man. I stepped my shit up, man. I got yeah. the young goat over here, man. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yo, but you said some ill shit today, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to get into all the serious shit right away. Oh, yeah. but, like, I, but like, I was on your Facebook today and fucking, um, <laughs> you said the golden era of hip hop or something was fucking 97 to 2005.
2: Family, man.
0: And you know what? I stand on I'm that. like, this young nigga's really official. I'm like, he talking that shit right <laughs> yeah, now, I man. stand on that. I'm like, he really talking that shit right now. Yeah. Bro, what was your favorite album that came out around that time? Oh, man. Um, you know what's crazy? I'm creating a brand called The Pact,
2: and we're paying homage. You still never gave me my Jiggy Haitian shirt. I've been waiting for years. But you know what? The Jiggy crew's dead, so we're going to do The Pack because oh, it's, going, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, so The Pact is a brand where we pay homage to sports and entertainment with an emphasis on hip-hop. Yeah. So, the three albums that we're choosing to recreate is Outcast, Stanconia, Big Pun, Capital Punishment. Ooh. Talk, curse, about, it. talk about
0: it. Talk about it. So talk th- about it. And my worst little Vic with the came, man. Yeah, for me. This nigga wore a Wu Tang shirt to my daughter's party. I'm going, like, nigga, you can't name nah. five songs. It's like, no, nah, I because I knew you would like it. What nah, man.
2: Uh, shit, from 97 to 05, first off, Get Richard Die
0: Trying, best yeah. album ever. Then we're going to talk about 04, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, Get Richard Die Trying. It's hard to top that. Like, only let's you talking about Omatic. Elmatic, it, yeah. it was, not, yeah, but it don't yeah, yeah, that was earlier than '97. Though, like I was, but just you telling. know, what, let's go
2: back. Cause my cousin, my
0: cousin AP, he was like, you got
2: to talk okay. about from '94 to 05. So finally yeah. do that. Um, man, just off the top, Capital Punishment is because I just, I really wanted to dive in and really understand why it was such a masterpiece. And it should have won a Grammy because
0: yeah, bro. Pun like like people don't realize, bro. Pun was delivering them songs, fucking sitting down, bro. And pun delivery was fucking like masterful, bro. Like imagine being that big and bro. Like I'm a small dude and yeah. like I still like I started and I talk fast and I get out of yeah. breath. So imagine being fucking like damn <laughs> that 600 pounds and sitting down and yeah. still control like pun like like pun delivery is legendary, bro. Like him and big and and they both big dudes, bro. Yeah. Like I think it's like voice control or maybe they us cause like, we ain't have the technology like Facts. like how they got now that we could make a sound the way you want to sound. Like that was literally like Pun's voice. Like Facts. that's literally that was him spitting that fast. Like it's fucking bugged out, bro. Pun was yeah Pun was to Capital Punishment. Like it's a story. Like you don't even get
2: yeah. albums like that no more. Nah, like, they ain't doing the skits, like that no more. When he, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, it was just so many albums that I, I liked a lot. And the thing that I liked a lot right now is I'm watching the current episode of Drink Champs. Yeah, with Nori. And Nori
0: has, like... I fuck with Nori. Uh, they invited us to the um to the uh, party that... Uh, he had a party for his last album. Yeah. And me and my partner went. Like, that shit was dope. That's tough. Well, it, it was the uh, was the name of his last album. Fucking damn. It was... He released it two it, years ago. Yeah, like, it, it was his building. Like, uh, the name of his old building. Bro. Oh, LeFranc. Mm. That's a city,
2: but... Yeah, LeFranc is the city, Lefranc, but, like, yeah.
0: damn... Man, that's fucked up. Yeah, but shout out to Drink So that's my favorite podcast. Yo, when I'm telling so, you,
2: I'm watching, I'm not, so there was two episodes. It's one episode, but it's broken up to two parts. It's four yeah. hours long. And it had, uh what is it? His name is Eric Nix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. part of uh, Violator. Uh, yeah, 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 Violator. Yeah, yeah. I was watching that too. So I'm up to like the last, I'm, I'm like an hour left in this shit. And, it just makes me want to work that much harder because I want to be an attorney in that space. Whoa. They say the most powerful person in the music business is the attorney. lawyer. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So when they look at an attorney, they don't really get that much love because they think they vultures. It's just Jewish people. But it's like yeah. when you see a, a black Haitian kid from, from Long Island, it's like, nah, like, yeah, I like, speak the... We really out here. Yeah, like, yeah. I speak the conversation. That, the lingo, but you know, I'm like still the, official. For real. Yeah, like, we need you at the table. Like, I want to be that person where... I understand the culture that where we come from. I understand what you're talking about, but I'm also like with these Jewish folks when they breaking bread and they talking about strategy. Yeah, you I'm know a, the wording exactly. Like, ah, yeah. so because you, you
0: say a lot of for you to be young, like you very mature and like your oh, words yeah. and, and and like your words is powerful. That's why I want to talk to you, yes, sir. Like on the podcast, like I see the way you be writing shit to these people. I, I'm like, yo, he's actually oh, yeah. smart, but like you like oh uh, like like what I, like I what I was talking to him about, like you smart, but you carry yourself with the persona like. Like you know, you smart, but you know you don't have to bend and break to act oh, yeah. that type of way for them folks when you doing it like on your own. Yeah. Like, like it's different when you getting it from the mud. Like, like we from towers, we just different over there. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like it's different. Like we don't need, like we don't need to make these people feel comfortable to get to where we got to get. Like we just need to be in the room because legally you there for us. Like you can do and talk to each, and get in doors that I'm not gonna be able to get into because you educated. And I mean that's the that's the ultimate
2: goal, honestly. To be quite honest. That's the ultimate goal now, cause you know I see dudes my age from my hood, and they just doing a whole bunch of stuff, and it's like, you know what? I'm not gonna judge you on what y'all do. That's, yeah. that's not my that, place. Yeah, that's that's their journey, but yeah, that's but their at journey. the same time, I want to be that person to help them. Yeah, make, show them do whatever they do legit. Yeah. For me, yeah. there's a lot of great rappers that's coming out of Huntington.
0: Like absolutely, that can, absolutely. Really, that can yeah. really spit. Yeah, and 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 like they got the movement too. They got yeah, you know, the movement
2: goes crazy. But I want to be that dude to be like, yo, like I want to be that attorney to put
0: the dude that's really rapping on. Like, yeah. And show them how to stay on. Yeah, like- Because, like, we got so much that we can learn from. Like, so many other rappers that was nice out here when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. Made mistakes, fucked it up. Like, these little dudes is actually doing it. And they could rap. And like, they could rap. And uh, oh, they got the look. They got the sound. Facts. Like, they actually- I'm saying, they actually dedicated to the craft. Oh, yeah. So, like, if they had you in the corner to do it, like, like legally, the yeah. right way, and show them, show them what the bag is when I, like.
2: I, but when I, say, when I say, like, legally, I'm talking about, like,
0: Going and, and get your them. music copywritten and oh yeah
2: like, like doing their music for real like yeah. make it official and bringing them to the table like cause they could really rap like yeah, they, they could really rap. rap they could rap
0: like the dudes from Brooklyn from, they yeah. could rap
2: the, like the dudes and, from Harlem and man. like
0: Long Island like we get it confused bro like we have our own lane like for real. we don't have to sound like nobody bro like Keith Murray like Long Island has the most. Distinct sound oh, yeah, like know. Keith Murray, like Rock Cam, yep. like LL Cool J Prodigy, Eric B. Eric B, like these is dudes. Remember Buster yeah. claimed Brooklyn, yeah, Buster, Buster's yeah, from- Buster from Nashville, bro. Yeah, like, from like I used to me. see Buster in the projects on Tower Street, like Rest in Peace, yeah. Big D. Like that was Buster Ron's best friend. Like Big D was good peoples. Yeah. And um he was down with the flipmost core. Yeah. <laughs> like Long Island, like we got some of the most interesting, different type of rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like even the white boy that passed away, what was his name? Um uh, 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 Little Pete. Yeah. He's he was dope. Masspeaker. Yeah, like he was dope, and I'm saying, like, but you could hit a Long Island in yeah. him, bro. Like I interview a whole bunch of um uh rappers from around here. Like I interviewed a lot of different, like, famous rappers and shit. But like my goal lately has been to talk to the local dudes and like I've been reaching out to to the LBG cats, and I'm saying, yeah. like, like like to come and sit down and chop it up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I see you already on it, like trying to show them like they got the potential to do it, bro. Like, oh yeah. Bro, like, like, bro, like I really be like in the car. Oh, I bump their like stuff. Hear, like, yeah, like, hear like, people playing their shit, bro. Like, random strangers. Like, I was out in Bay Shore, like, at the barbershop. Yeah. And, like, they was bumping the shit. I'm like, yo, that's dope to see these little dudes is so young and they're active. Oh, yeah. But, like, they need somebody like you that's going to do it the legal way and take it to the next step. Like, nah. Like, we need streaming services. Like, like, like it should be available on...
2: Like, my biggest thing right now, like, I want to get away from the SoundCloud. Like, yeah. The SoundCloud is great to get your voice out, but there's some stuff that they drop in. It's like... If you could get some of them dudes to get out of there, like when I say get out of there, leave Long Island for a little bit. Bro, and, and go just, lock in the studio and yo, focus. Get in your bag. If that means you move moving to bro, Atlanta So Bro,
0: like I owned the studio for two years, bro. And yeah. like Sha Money XL put me on. Like, yeah. like shout Money, shout out Shout Shai, out Shaw for real. Shout out another though. Like Shaw's official. Like he was yeah. like uh, a mentor. Like shout was showing me mad love. But Shaw broke it down. He's like, yo, I can come here and I can do this because like, like I have, he's like, I have money. Like these are my yeah. artists and like straight up. And like they got a budget. He's like, but you owning a studio? He's like, you're not gonna be able to do this forever. So like, like, yeah, like all the time. Like, so I was like, yo, I, I have enough equipment to own three studios. He's like, but I don't because not everybody got a budget. So like them little dudes, like, like, like they have the money. They like just just lock in. Like, don't put out one song, like, like see Griselda, take that bread and like be your own budget. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all bro. got the bread, bro. Like, lock in, like, buy the studio, like, like buy a studio. You know what I'm saying? And just lock you in, know, like, if that's really your passion and you got the money to do it, then go do it. You know what I'm saying? But you got to
2: remember sometimes, man. Like Yeah,
0: they still living off experience. So it's like, yeah, we living from,
2: and learning. Yeah, It's like, where we from is like, there's not a lot of people that's going to show us how to do it. Yeah. And when I was watching that episode and they was talking about the culture and it was like the little dudes not listening. Yeah. And,
0: and they learning, they saying.
2: Yo, what Son, no, Nori said it best. He said, no one, no little dude, no little nigga is going to listen to Ola Cat. That's yeah. fucking broke. Whoa! It's just for not real. gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Because when an older dude that's been through some shit, the younger dude is gonna be like, "Yo, f- like fuckers you talking about, like,
0: Whoa, like
2: you, yeah, for like for uh, real. what is that? That dude." Was it Nick? Is Eric? Eric Nick? Eric? Cause yeah, he said like it. it's the last
0: episode of Drink Champs. Like yo, I was just watching. It. Like it's a dope interview. Shit? Like Eric some Nicks. was talking. Like like some was really like really in the game. Oh yeah, yo, Eric Nick. And this is this is how I do my studying
2: because that's my favorite era, ninety four to 05. Like yeah. that's what. That's when you cre- observe the like you. Oh, absorbed yeah. absorb the most. I like, told you oh three oh four. Like I was five years old listening to Barney and Fifty Cent at the same time. Like mm-hmm. and I I say that shit for real. Like yeah, I'm a like, baby in my shit. family. So when my brother was bumping. Dipset, G-Unit, 50, the locks. I'm bumping 50-cent G-Unit, the locks. He go to school, I'm, bu- I'm listening to the Barney. I'm reciting rap songs. Yeah. Like, I'm getting jiggy in the corner, you feel me? Like, so the biggest thing he said, though, for real, Eric Nix, he said that he said, if you had a 46-year-old, right, he was down for 20 years, he was that popping dude 20 years back, and then son come home, the little nigga on, he 24, 25, 26, he getting the money now. Now, when the older dude was like, "Yo, I've been there before this and that," but you come back broke you on your back, that little nigga not gonna hear what you talking about. Well,
0: he not gonna try to listen to you because you like I'm like, them
2: nigga that's getting money now. Yeah. Like, what are you talking like, about? They like? gonna either
0: want to see, you, uh, like, try to update your work. And, like most Straight dudes, oh, they ain't trying to do that. And then the little like, dude,
2: the little dude's like, "Nigga, I'm the bigger homie now because yeah. I got the bread." Like, yeah. what are you talking about? No, that. Yeah. but you know what? They put a,
0: a, a lot of value on money in the streets. But
2: like I said, like I'm learning, like. When I say you watch Drink Champs, don't yeah. watch the popping people. Like watch, yeah, the, watch the people who you don't know about. Yeah, like, the like the, ones, because when you see that and you it, like li- they literally talk about what happens behind the scenes. Like yeah, and they it makes you total story. sense. So, like the biggest thing for me, my goal is to be that most connected man in the industry where I could go back to my hood and be like, oh yeah, you fire, we out.
0: Yeah, let's go. I'm
2: not even telling niggas like I'm not saying fuck them niggas, but it's like we out, we out because I need you to lock in
0: and go do that. And so I yeah like. Like, you got to take care of your investment and, like, um Straight up. being in the streets is going to, um there's only a couple of things that can happen in the streets.
2: But at so, the same time, man, like, I cannot judge the other No, never, never, never. But you know what I tell them to do, man? I was never. like, yo, do what you got to do. And I tell niggas all the time, man, give me a couple years when I come back with my JD and I'm working in, I'm working at a label, I'm working for some people. Man, like, I'd love to just, if you working, if you writing, if you really spitting, yeah. And matter of fact, let's backtrack a little bit. A lot of niggas they follow waves and they don't have their own sound. For real, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, because there's some rappers on Long Island when uh, peeping them when when them dudes was popping at like or XX Tentacion yeah, was like popping. Oh, that, uh, that's that how they sounded. sound. Yeah. So now when uh when Pop Smoke came out and all them other dudes came out, that's how they sound now. Yeah. Now to me, that's more authentic because that's New York. Like pop, like that's not that Pop Smoke stuff. Rowdy was doing that, 2013, Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, like, Bobby was talking like that when they talking on the UK beats. So, we could, I like that.
0: Like, I'll bump yeah, that's, to that. Yeah, that's uh, original New York shit. That's New York. Like, any- there, was, uh, there was a, uh, for a minute, the, the the young dude was trying to sound like they was from Chicago. Facts. But, like, the Brooklyn dudes took the drill sound and, like, they made it their own shit. Like, I fuck with a lot of the young Brooklyn rappers, bro. Like, for real. Um, like, Smooth L, I fuck with. Chef, Sleepy. I fuck with Chef G, I fuck with CB Hollow. But, like, Two-two-G's. my son is also... Like my son nineteen, so he put me on. Yeah. Like like he put me on to a lot of shit. But like, yeah, like oh, they got an original New York sound and like I and like I like that and like I and, and like I I respect that a lot. Well, like I'm all about uh, originality, definitely being from like New York. We started this shit. So why we gotta try to sound like we from Chicago? We don't have to sound like we from Chicago or uh, Florida
2: or New Orleans. We don't have to
0: do none yeah. of that. Some people though, like some people don't like putting um coastal bias on music. Like I'm guilty of doing that shit all the time. Like I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Like like some people don't feel like we should like um Generalize our music from regions, but but we all do it anyway. But like, but like for debate's sake, you know what I'm saying? Like the West Coast had it on Smash. For oh, minute, and then but, New York started it, and then the South took over. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, kind of like, it's kind of coming true. back to New York. But like, Drake ain't even from there, and Drake's been having the longest run. Like Drake But is, he studied the game, though. Yeah, he's like, a student. Like, he's, he, a student.
2: he's literally, he said it before, he's like, How can you beat me when I've been studying the game like for years? Yeah. Like, all I do is study the game. Like, he's on every popping wave in all over bro, the world. Like, yeah. But like. Favi
0: was too, man. Like, like that domestic violence shit is. Favi messing up. Yeah, that's fucked up, bro. Like, you guilty. By fucking public perception, and then like I got daughters and shit, bro. Like you don't hit no woman or no pregnant woman. Like not saying he did it, but like what he's being accused of Allegedly. is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like I wasn't there, so like I ain't gonna judge him. But That's like, but someone's just on a song with fucking with Drake, and on a song with Nas. Like, bro, Yo, like he, he got right a there. song. He got a song with that girl Dream Doll. Oh it was fire!
2: It's ah ah ah. I ain't even so, hear yet. Boy, you bumped that song like, yeah. and I'm not even on that like that. Yeah, that wave. But. When I heard it and like how she rapping, like yeah, she up next, like for real, like that's dope, man. The, Cause you know that I I I like that's that New York slang, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's popping too. But when we talking about different music as well, oh my gosh, like I still bump Game
0: yeah. religiously. I still bump the her Game bump. was a student too. Like people oh, don't know. Like I remember watching an interview back in the day. The Game, fucking um, the Game said he made his first album, the of documentary, off of uh, off of um, listening to like. 10 classic albums. He just sure. pieced everything he heard. And the nigga said he was a rapper for like two years when he made that album, bro. That shit. And that shit was a straight classic. Like When I tell you, that Dallas was fire. And then the documentary 2,
2: 2.5, the Blood yeah. and Crip, like he got Blood and Crip album, that shit was yeah. tough. Uh,
0: my favorite game shit is, um, damn. Going oh, uh, to rap is tough. The Old English shit. Like what album was the Old English on? That's my favorite game. Uh, Dr. Advocate Doctor's Advocate? I don't know. Or oh, it's, it's Doctor's Advocate or Red Album. Oh English. No,
2: it's Doctor's Advocate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 oh, uh, I yeah. Think so. That's my favorite game album, man. Yeah, but um, yeah, bro, you we know gonna. Saying it's good to see you. We're gonna transition into um uh into some real shit, bro. Like uh what like what sparked the movement? Like, uh, cause like y'all had damn near close to 700 people marching yeah. through fucking Huntington. Had a whole hut out. Yeah.
2: Bro. <laughs> Man, we was marching for the George Floyd thing, man. My boy Snacks,
0: he was organizing a bunch of protests. That's and, what's up. Uh, Shout out Snacks, yo. For real, my boy. Like Kyrie my man. son put me on. I had to come through and show love. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's I told him you're gonna be on the right side of history, bro. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. you're gonna look back on this and you're gonna tell your kids about it. Like I like I was supposed to meet Tyson at one of them that like we supposed to meet them. We just meeting tonight. Yeah. That's dope. But dumb, um, bro. yeah, bro.
2: So what happened was man, we was walking down York Ave and one of the owners of the business. You know he was. Oh, the watermelon man. Yeah, the watermelon man. Yeah. He built like a watermelon too. For yeah, me, crazy. Fucking goombas wasn't gonna do nothing. Gangster. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, what happened was he was walking down the he was walking down the block and dude went on his phone talking about like look at these criminals look at these animals. Yeah, I saw that video. That shit pissed me off. Yo, he was talking crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that happened, and then so we walked back like it was no problem. We had SCPD, we had the same we had all that. And what happened was we saw it on Facebook. And then I know son from like my homie, like my best friend. He's a white boy. He's cool with them. Yeah. So I hit him up. I hit him up like, yo, I know you, dude. Like, you don't. We're not going to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was hot, bro. Like, yeah, you know. Like, as you should be, bro. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just the, the climate and you know how Huntington Village and Huntington yeah. and Harborfields, all them folks. They, they know, don't want us there. They don't like us. They never liked us.
0: They they I tolerate don't. us. They tolerate us because we spend money. The black dollar's important. Like, yeah. that's why, like, when you're talking about this lawyer shit and, like, we need some black-owned businesses and, like, we, need, uh, like, we need some shit for us, for the people. Like, uh we need... Like the licenses and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that type of shit we need for our neighborhoods. So we don't even got to deal with them. Like we'll but have you, our own shit. But you know, the, the biggest thing
2: though, like that I learned from that situation, um, we decided to march. Yeah. So honestly, I was just going to, it was just going to be me and the homies. It was only going to be like me, uh, seven of us. And when we got to the parking lot, we seen a whole army of people there. And we was like, oh shit. That dude got
0: exposed for being a fucking racist Oh piece yeah, of shit that he, he day boarded day. up his, he That's boarded his up, show. bro, he boarded up his, uh,
2: his yeah, he bought it up, but it's
0: back open like under his brother's name. Yeah, so I still don't support that shit. Fuck that. am nah, like, like, watch this though. Yeah.
2: So you know, I met with all these politicians and stuff right before the march, and they they was expecting like a comment, like, "What should we do?" I was like, "Yo, bro, like, I'm not even trying to talk to you right now. Like, I'm just yeah. trying to do what I gotta do." So you know, we walked down, you know, had that little speech, walked back. Yeah, that was dope. That was powerful. Yes, sir. And then you know, we had some people that was in the community that works in the community that looked like us. That was like, "Yo, bro, we about to." Yeah. Up. We're going to get together. But, like, I warned you about them before. Like, I told you about the, um, I'm saying. A lot of, yo, watch this. Because you this is going to be crazy. So, he was like, we're going to get together. And all these people, people that look like us, that work in, like, government and stuff. Yeah. And work in these yeah. entities. They were like, yo, we're all going to get together. We're going to brainstorm. and We're going to present in a symposium, in a meeting, in two weeks. That
0: 10-point system that we've been trying to get yeah. these motherfuckers since the 60s. You feel me? We're going to talk to it.
2: them. And we're going to. We gonna, them we gonna, folks we gonna don't want that
0: 10-point system for us. That makes
2: sense, right? Yeah. Watch this. Watch how they fucked this up. Bro, so, boom. It be your own people's, bro. So, we was sitting there. We was brainstorming. We was... Everything that we really wanted to do... Stifling the fire. Like, we got to stop marching, stop marching. That's all he said. We got to stop, stop marching. marching. Cause because cause that's we what gotta, the folks
0: wanted. Because we the, got a meeting. Them folks, that's what them folks the
2: folk. The, the reason why they wanted us to stop marching because we shut down their money. Yeah. Like, when we we're walking on Main Street, when you're walking on that main road and businesses aren't open yet, like, the restaurants are about they to open value up so They value that money more than they value our lives. For so real. So they was like, yo, just get us to stop marching. All right, boom. Like, I agree with it. Stop marching because we got the meeting, so We're going to prepare for the meeting. Boom. Bro. So we're preparing for the meeting. And the meeting comes. We ask all these questions to politicians, state senators, and what happened was that was it.
0: Like photo ops, pictures. That was it. Pictures. Like, it, it, it was a big circus show. They probably won't to answer your phone calls now. Oh yeah,
2: like nothing. So then, like I said, after in my last interview when I had a, on another podcast, I said we felt used because the homies that was supposed to help oh, us
0: out. Oh, you was used. Oh, yeah, like, you, you was you, used from the jump. Like, once I seen the people who attached yeah. uh, themselves to it, like, I already knew yeah. where it was going to go because, like, the connections that he was bringing you to, he already had them, so why does he need you? Like, was, he could have did, like but, uh, like, only, like... but not only him, though. It was a, it was a couple other Oh, no, people. no. Yeah. No, like, I'm not talking about him personally. Like, yeah. I'm talking about just in general, like, when yeah. I seen the way it was going. Yeah. Like, like put it like this, bro. If we want to do some powerful shit, like, it's going to start from you being young, black, and educated. Yeah. Like, not no fucking... This is a matter of politics, bro. Not no fucking 45 year old, 50 year old black dude that had to do mad bullshit with them folks to even get in his position right now. Like, you doing this shit off of straight willpower and yeah. fire and passion. Like, like the same passion you brought to the field, you brought to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you brought to the neighborhood. Like, bro, like, I listened to you talk that day, and like, I was mad surprised you was only 22. I'm like, yo, yeah. this man should be at town hall, not these bozos. Cause like, you actually think about it, bro. Like, think about it, like, at like, at 22, like, y'all went and sat down with the NAACP. Like, y'all sat yeah. down with, bro, like, those are doors that we need to get open, right? But, like, we need young blood. We don't need these... That's already been there, smiling These in dudes face. that been there already, bro, like, the bro like, they comfortable because they already eating off of that. But so, it's like, what? we need somebody that's not doing this shit for the dollar. Like, whatever the police told them people to say, they were going to tell y'all to say, like, yo, stop marching, stop marching, stop marching. That's all the they give a fuck about. Maybe. They didn't give a fuck about... They wasn't gonna do nothing for the park. they was gonna do nothing for the people. They wasn't That's gonna rough. do like they ain't have the same vision as passion as you because they already been in that position already. They been in town hall, like they work like like these people are in there like associated there. So it's like, why does it take you? Like, like don't get it fucked up, like it does take the youth. But like You should have done it already. Bro, like you already had the like like it like like it don't take you to spark the idea, bro. Like you a black man too, you just not trying to hear it, bro. Like that's why we need you, cause like I know it, I feel it. Like you gonna be, like you gonna throw the ladder back down, like bro. Like you thinking about, bro. Like I heard you talk and like I see you working, bro. Like you thinking about helping the young dudes in the hood fix their money. You talking about, oh yeah, fixing the parks. You talking about, like I'm saying, like literally, like black excellence, bro. Like I see you online arguing with the police. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like literally, bro, just like, last yo, night. yo, like, yo, like, yo, yo, don't talk to black women like that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's he born? Like, there's a cop. Like, we both mutual friends with him on Facebook and like, you know, oh, like, I don't know, bro, I don't like, know. y'all, yeah, like, y'all more, I'm saying, like, y'all more, well, like, I don't know how, like, oh, how to say it without trying to play myself, but like, y'all, like, y'all say this shit that, like, I, that I want to say in a more educated way. But like, I really just be like, yo, f- fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Like, you ain't, like, you ain't, like, what we were talking about when I was interviewing you. Like, you ain't us, so you don't know how it feels. Like, stop talking about this. If you're not listening, bro, like, nobody gives a fuck how you feel about our issues. And then you got a whole, but like, you're supposed to be the one to, like, supposed to be the one that's serving and protecting us. But what you're trying to do is switch the narrative of what we're going through. You're not going through it, so how you trying to tell us what's going on? You're not going through it, neither is your partner. Like, I mean, like I, he's I, like, yo, he's like, yo, my partner's black, I stand right behind him, but your partner won't kill no fucking, your, your partner won't shoot an unarmed white woman, I bet you the fuck he won't, I I because because that nigga will be black than a motherfucker, like, so, he bro. won't be police no so, more. Like So, like, that shit is not going to work. Like, we literally was just talking about the same shit, bro, so, like, to see what you're doing, bro, like, yeah. you fighting, like, like you fighting the right way, bro, you fighting to um put people in better positions, like, uh, generationally, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, most dudes that's... Smart, educated, and they make it there, and then they be like, yo, fuck these niggas. That's the first thing they do. Like, I'm not gonna be around so-and-so because the I'm saying, like, he's not gonna help me. Like, he don't fit the criteria of who I need to be. Like, no, you throw that ladder back down and show them the right way, like, yo, bro, y'all getting this bread, let's switch it up. Like, I'm the lawyer. Like, I'm gonna like like I'm gonna show you how to conduct the business the right way. So we have generational, like, wealth and foundation, like uh, in our neighborhood, bro. Like you literally took your attitude from football and put it into this shit. And you real. just Like getting started, and like that's dope to see you do that shit, like right in front of my eyes. So, I want to get you on here early before you, like you said, working at one of the (laughs) labels or some shit like that. Like, you you, know, bro, like, bro, really out here working, bro. Like, I had close to fucking damn near 800 people out there, you know what I'm saying? Bro, it's, you know,
2: the biggest thing that I'm just learning, man, is like, it's the powers in the youth, bro. Yes, yes, always. It's not like, and I told, like, in my last interview, I told folks, like, it's not just me that has this charisma, that has this energy, like, I was bred by the same people that you look at, like Whoa. from my hood, like. Yeah. And don't just because I'm on the straight and narrow, and some people in my neighborhood is not. That does not make them like, bro, I'm like better they, than them.
0: Like, like you live enough experience, bro. Like they gotta go through what they go through
2: to find me, like, who they
0: are. Like you went through what uh what you went through, your family went through what they went through, for real. and you find who you are and what you want to be. Like y'all got legacy to continue. Yeah. Like I got grandfathers out here, like, y'all want to make them proud. That's dope. Like, most people is living the street fantasy, and, like, you're not judging them, but, like, you're also not going to leave them alone. Like, you also going to let them know there's other ways. Like, you want to let them bring you down, but you got if you can help them come up in a positive way where where it don't uh, affect you or what you're trying to do in the long run, then, like, yeah. get to it, bro. Like, you...
2: But, you know, like, in a, man, this is what I love the most, man. In the hood, when, I, when I'm when i around, it's just mutual respect. Yeah. Like, it's respect everywhere. Like, it's understood. Like, whatever people doing, they doing. I could parlay with people. I could talk with people. And my biggest thing is, how can we get out of what we're currently in? You know what I'm saying? Like That should be everybody's main goal. Like, Like what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, where do we go from here? Because the thing is, man, like, I just prayed, like, the government. And when I say the government, I really mean the government don't come through and just Clean us up with a street sweeper. Cause that's yeah. really what's gonna happen. Like they just gonna move in droves and just kick us out. Cause we just can't afford to stay there no more. Yeah, they could do that. Like you see what they did in
0: fucking Philly back in the days. Black yeah. Wall Street. So real, Philly. Philly. Philly, no, uh Black Wall Street was um Oklahoma, I think. But like back in the day in Philly, like the police, they fucking bombed the whole black town, bro. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. literally, bro. Like 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 my stance on police is a little different and a little extreme. So like, you know what I mean? Like I don't wanna fucking put myself in no fucking Terrorist radar, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not gonna call them, them motherfuckers that were trying to kidnap the governor. They're like, they'll call them uh, militia. But me, you, and him, if we yeah. start talking about doing some crazy shit, they're gonna label us some motherfucking gang and lock us the fuck but up. You know what, so but you know I what, have no problem with law enforcement. Let's just get it on record. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I keep it at, but I keep it at. I don't. But you know how I look at
2: it though, bro, man? Like, I actually don't have a problem with law enforcement. Me either. You wanna know why I have a problem I have, I have, I have a problem with crooked law enforcement. But watch this, watch this though. Mm-hmm. The reason why I don't have a problem with law enforcement is because, like, if you look at people as humans and you wanna build, like, the biggest thing is that I look in politics today. They wanna to when they say New York City, like, New York City is the worst it's ever been, blah, blah, blah. Bro, my grandfather's been here since the 60s, 70s, Whoa. 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I'm telling you that New York City is the best it's ever been. What? Ever. No matter how many shootings been, like, the best it's My father, like, I had a discussion with him yesterday. You couldn't step foot in Brooklyn in the early 90s. What are you talking about? Whoa. You couldn't step foot in the Bronx in the early 90s. What are you talking about? Everybody's getting what they got to do, what they got to do. Now, shit happened to clean the streets up, but the streets is clean. You know what I'm saying? So my biggest thing is when it comes to law enforcement is stop looking at these people that are living in dire situations as animals. Because if you look at them as humans, you would you would approach you know, them Yeah, you approach differently. them differently. Like, okay, we want to get criminals off the street. That's fine. But if you look at everybody like they're criminals fuck you gonna do get everybody off the streets what? like if you work with the community that you work like if you literally talk to the people that you work with there's people that live in the community that want the criminals off the streets just as much like as you, you do. well but they, but they don't got nobody to
0: turn to because you're gonna look at them like straight up like they're the police just like, talk, like i saw some shit the other day on fucking facebook some uh some dude he was like a openly like a trump lover and he was awful, like police and shit. And he was breaking up a fight, and he got shot. And they killed him, like the cop killed him. The Price. cop came, and okay. they yeah, and like they laid son down. So it's like, like we need to just like uh, reform the police. And like personally, w- what I want in in my neighborhood is like um police that look like me that that are from here. Like I'm 35 years old, and, and like I, I've never seen a cop that I know my age from my town. That's a cop in my town. Like when you go down south and them neighborhoods, they be like, yo, my granddaddy was a sheriff. My grand-, so it's like. Shit gets handled differently because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? Like shit gets handled differently because like you actually got trust in a person, like like, you know what I'm saying? you be like, oh, like that's what's the name's uncle. We don't get that yeah. around here. Like, uh they right. uh, imagine getting pulled over and it's homeboy's uncle. Like, like, like a yeah. regular homeboy, like your man's uncle, like, yo, this family been police for a long time. We don't yeah. have that in Long Island. Like, we need, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, Long a scary
2: thing, bro. Like Yeah. Man, the best thing I could say, like, When it comes to law enforcement, it's just like, I'm going to do my thing.
0: I'm not going to step on y'all toes. I'm on a straight and narrow. We good, bro. Nobody's sitting out here saying like we want fucking shit to be a uh, total shit show. But like, I just like I feel like there should be certain criterias for things. Like, why you sending somebody with a gun to, I'm saying with a gun and a badge to like something as simple as a fucking traffic stop? True. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like, bro, like, you ain't no fucking, like, when somebody's trying to commit suicide and somebody calls the cops, like, well, why do you need to come with a gun? Like, I don't get it. Like, there should be a cop in the office that goes there and talks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the gun all the time is just weird to me, uh, unless you're, like, in the army. You know what I'm saying? It's, man, it's,
2: it's, I don't even, like I said, I don't even, like, talk about police reform or police, because it's, like, me having conversations with a bunch of... People that like that say that I black the back the blue, yeah. A lot of them do. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, like they really don't. Like they don't know about laws. law enforcement. They don't know about. They don't know. It's not even about law enforcement. They don't know about laws. Like they yeah. don't know about the penal code. They don't know about certain procedures. So it's like, I'm arguing with somebody that doesn't even want to do the due diligence. Like, I really take the time to read the penal code. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you the correct term. Like, I'll show you the penal code and what it states. So. Man, that's all I got to say about
0: yeah, law enforcement, bro. That. I can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, after the march and all that, like, I did y'all thing or whatever. Y'all sat down with the meetings. Yeah. And then everything stopped. But, like, um, what's next for the team, though? Like, what's on, like, uh, on the menu for you?
2: Oh, like, right, man, uh, for the, first off, man, the leaders of the new school, it is ran by the homies from Huntington, you know, Kenny Charles, Shout Amiru him out. Jones, shout him out. Donya, Donya Marilyn.
0: am a teacher now, right? He's a teacher at Success that's Academy.
2: That's dope. Man. Shout him out. That's my um, young boy, uh, Sandra Huffman. You know she's from Huntington, but she lives out around Conkema. Okay. You know we got Trayvon Tony. We that's got my boy Trey. You know we got Jamar Jones. My boy
0: Jay. Shout him out. Yeah,
2: Jay. Yeah, Jay's official too. He's a good dude. I you know, there's, a, there's a couple more, but for real, like those are the people that Yeah, we I got want.
0: a whole little powerful
2: movement. Yeah, you know, oh. and there's a lot of things that's underground, man. That a lot of people don't understand because yeah. we don't really promote stuff because it's not, it's not ready to be spoken about. But you know, I can speak about it now, like. You know, right now we're working on getting West Eleventh redone, totally revamped. We're working on that. There's a lot of stuff that we got to do. There's a lot of procedure. There's a lot of red tape. It's gonna take a couple. Any way I can
0: help, bro? You know, like I'm right here. Of course.
2: You know, it's just we just it's literally proper procedure of how to get stuff done. But we on it. Um, we actually just put in a program in South Huntington and in Huntington School District. It's called Athlife. Where we provide athletic academic advisors at the high school level. Ah, yeah, we always needed that like like big brothers? Not even. It's literally so when I was in college, man, I wasn't gonna graduate college on time without my athletic academic advisor. They made sure I qualified to play D1 always. Dope. So, so we're gonna have that at the at the high school level. So if you want a team, let's say you with Coach Wilson, you run track, mm-hmm. you gotta maintain a certain GPA, you don't run. Or you sitting in a study hall the entire time until you get that you hit that mark. Yeah, talk about it. You know, so we're getting that in Huntington, in South Huntington to make sure that we can get more kids that look like us to play sports in college. Because yeah. there's too many people that played sports that never got it to the next level because they didn't have the grades. And we're really trying to change that. Yeah. So Yeah, like that's dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing that I'm currently working on specifically. That's official. And then you know you have a power move too for real. Whoa. And then you know, you got my boy I can't take that from you. They can't. Like, Whoa. you know, we really fighting that. You know, Kenny's working on the parks and then we got Rudas working on diversity and inclusion within the school districts, you know, getting more black and brown teachers within the school districts, but also getting more job opportunities within the township.
0: At yeah. least you don't let fucking football use you and throw you away like it does everybody else, cause like I'm saying, like growing up, like um, like we all go through it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's either you gonna fucking play ball. Rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like that, like, like they make us think that's our only way yeah. to get out to see you. Make your own decision. Like, nah, like I'm good. Like I still got my body. I still got my mind. Yeah, I still got I'm, my I'm spirit. I'm 22. Like I'm still hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like I still want to go out there and do what I'm doing. Not typical. Like nah, I, I'm not gonna be a six-one motherfucker that's gonna be a linebacker banging out for the rest of my life. when I know yeah, I'm see. not going pro. Like I'm gonna use my mind yeah. to get to new heights. Like right now, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, yeah, like we need to bring the recruiting back to fucking. Uh, back to football, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Back but to basketball, you know.
2: Back, it's just even more
0: sports. The though, kid, like oh, kid, oh, what's his name? Um, shout him out. The young boy from Brentwood, he's going to, um, to Georgetown. Georgetown, I forgot his name, uh, but I know who you're talking about Jordan, uh, Jordan Riley, right? Yes, Jordan Riley. Yes. And he got another brother, I think a cousin Elijah that played for the Eagles right now. So it's like, yeah, like we getting the looks, we just not getting enough. So, like, I feel like with you, shout out play, Elijah too, man. Word, word, Me and him go way back. Yeah. So, I love on this side, word, like, I feel like. By you, like, implanting them programs, like, in our neighborhood, like, it'll show the kids that we don't got to fucking play lacrosse to go to, to to Georgetown. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can go for doing, I'm saying, for something we love. But well, watch we, this, though.
2: Watch the flip side. I saw I started another nonprofit called The Underdogs. Yeah. And basically, Damn, I...
0: This young man started nonprofits at
2: 22 she she years loves. old. <laughs> Whoa. But the second nonprofit that I started, man... Um, Because I went to St. Anthony because I was around a lot of people that went to great schools. Like, you know, went to Johns Hopkins and played lacrosse. Like, you know, went to Princeton, went to Georgetown, went to Duke. And a lot of those kids went to go play lacrosse and stuff. And it's like, yo, there was never any black kids that did that. And for me, I could never play lacrosse because I was broke, bro. There's no way I was buying all All that equipment equipment in the tournaments and all that stuff. Like, I just didn't have that luxury. So the goal for me right now is to build a nonprofit that we pay for kids from lower socioeconomic backgrounds for, so they can play that play sports that they're not represented in. So, you know, you got kids from Huntington that's from the hood, that's 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, that should be learning how to play lacrosse, learning how to play baseball, learning how to play yeah. soccer. Because if they could kill it on the football field, like if, you could, if you're could, you a good basketball player, you could kill it on lacrosse. Yeah, Like you could murder in lacrosse. You could go and you could really play sports in college and play lacrosse. So that's the goal for me because... The only reason why I went to go play college football is because my big bro Trevor Afani did it. Yeah, that's it. Like, if you if people want to, that's that's the only reason why I did it. If Trevor and Afani went and played lacrosse and it was accessible to me, you probably oh, would have played lacrosse too. Hell yeah, because I saw Miles Jones and, Br- and the Bratton twins do it. Yeah, my pops was not paying for that shit. Yeah. Respectfully, he wasn't yeah. gonna do it. Word. So that's why we got the underdogs. That's dope that
0: you opening up a whole bunch of doors for um for uh, for the youth and you still youthful. So like they see yeah. you like, word. When like, I see a little like, kid, man, your tape is still fresh. Like yeah. you gotta like you gotta motherfucking huddle. Like yeah, so, like, <laughs> you feel me? Uh, like the biggest thing right now is
2: when I see a little kid on a block, and I literally just ask him like, "Yo, bro, what's your favorite sport?" You know what? Nine times out of ten, they tell me. Basketball, football football. They literally look at me and say I play football I'm like, yo, bro, I play football in college. I was like, oh word. Now they listen to me. Like now yeah. you're really the big homie because yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. like you at where I want to be at. Yeah. But I tell them I said, Listen, keep playing football, I got you. But I need you to start playing lacrosse. Like yeah. and start- give me give me a year, give me two years, like, and you could go for free. Like you'll be playing for yeah. these big time programs. And like that's where I want to start. Like I wanna start back in my hood. And you know, a lot of things happen because now we get, now we gotta double back. Like this is a great idea, right? And I wanted to partner with a lot of different Programs in Huntington. I wanted to h- get government to help me out. And I wasn't even asking for money, it was just opportunities. And yeah. I-, I wanted to go back to Manifield and do it. Literally, the people that was working with me in my other nonprofit, because they didn't like the way I was doing shit in my other nonprofit with them. Because, like I said, I'm not kissing no ass, bro. I'm not asking anyone to do shit. I'm just stating out the obvious that what's necessary for the growth of the black people within bro. Huntington Station.
0: Yes. So, I'm you're, not. Gonna, you're a young black man hundred the station. For real. Not nobody that's older and been living in this way and they're no okay cr- with it because... Yo, no criminal record, yeah. like nothing, like I'm good, college,
2: like I'm going to law school, all that shit. Yeah. Right? So they took my idea and the connection is like, just cut me out.
0: I told you that was going to happen. But Get you them. know
2: what? People Watch this. Like Every single, everybody and their mother told me to stop messing with those types of people. But for me, I was just the type of person like, yo, bro, like I hear what you're saying. But Yeah. Like I like I respect you as an elder, but, but I it didn't happen to me. So I don't understand exactly what you're talking about. And that shit happened to me and I was like, oh word,
0: bet. That- yeah. Um, you gotta uh, you gotta judge people by their most consistent behavior and, and like that's something like you'll learn oh. like in time like, oh yeah like, that's t- like we all still living and learning this shit 22 but, like, year old me really said yeah, it when I was like yeah, oh yeah you, you, you talking that it's alright uh, yeah like uh, yeah I'm saying like because like that happened to me too like when I was dealing with the same people like we were doing something different but like my cousin put me on and like I'm like nah whatever like my cousin's like I'm telling you so then like when it happened, it like, happened. Like I couldn't even be like, damn. Like I'm like, damn. Like my cousin oh, told me, ready.
2: I'm like, all right. So that's just me being, yo, traveling, like, living me. and learning. Trav, yeah. you know, Trav was like, yo, bro. Like I
0: told you not to. Even, and I was like, yo, bro. Like, yeah, I, that was the link right there. Like, like, like that was my way to get to the table. But now since you've already been to the table, now you go um. Nah, the table wasn't made for table. us, bro. Yeah. The table was I told never you, made like, for uh, us. Bro. When you got there, you looking around like, oh, this is what's going on. This, yeah, th- yo, did this, this, this how you keep a seat at that table? But you know what's crazy though. People think that it's
2: literally taboo what the fuck is going on. It's not taboo. No, these are facts. You can find out what is going on in your town by looking at the documents, the budget, the executive summary. Now, yeah. the executive summary is about 400 pages, but nigga, I read that shit. Yeah. It's the fucked up shit going on in our town. Yeah, Like, they're literally trying to uproot us the fuck out of here. I know. Right in our hood. Like, Whoa. that's where they're trying to do it. Yeah. You know? So, but like I said, it's neither here nor there until I get in the position I want to do stuff, that's when dramatic change happens. But I'm just doing my part, bro. Yeah, you definitely
0: are, bro. And like, I got to say, I'm fucking proud of you, man. Thank you, bro. I'm saying for pulling up and coming through and chopping it up with us. I'm saying follow him on all social media platforms. Like any help the young man needs. I'm saying like, we're here for you, bro. Like we appreciate you, bro. Like we need this. Thank you, bro. Like we need this, bro. Like black excellence ain't making them folks comfortable, bro. Like shake the room, my nigga. Like I know that's what you want to do. I know that's what you're going to do. In a positive and great light, bro. Thank like you, whatever you need for my and for me, like yeah, yeah. whatever I could do to help, like my platform, yeah. funds, Thank you, like Appreciate ideas, it. anything like you want to run by me, like well, I'm anything, telling bro. you, bro, like, bro, I'll be a big bro, fam. Like the ask pact. Trevor, like, yeah, like this ain't no bullshit. Like, ask Trevor, I always say, like, yo, that kid, like, still to this day, like we talk, like I speak to Trevor every day. And, yeah. Like, I tell him, like, yo, listen, you had some good ones, but like some people got that glow. Like, and like I'm telling him like before, because we always talk about this. I'm, I'm like, yo, this is even different than football, like like in general. Like like son about son, like when you see him, he's very um radiant. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like he gives off a good vibe that people will fuck with and people trust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so like if if i authentic, he, bro. Yeah, real shit. I mean, you know like, what I'm saying? So
2: And this is the thing, it's like like I said, the same respect that I throw to the people that they disregard, like oh this yeah. he's, he's damaged goods. I show nah, the same like, respect director. like if, if I seen the head honcho, like, anyway, if I yeah. seen Diddy, like, I'm yeah, just the giving thing. the same respect to folks. For as real. long as you don't disrespect me, we all good, man. Like, and that's just the biggest thing for me. Like, I'm just, I care too much about my neighborhood and the kids. Like, yeah. that's it. That's all I care about. That's dope. Because those kids don't know
0: nothing. They just live in life. They don't even know that and, they're poor. Like, my boy Trevor always say, you lead them from the front, man. It's gangster. Like, you lead them from the front and you're doing a great job. I'm saying, like, both feet forward. Yeah. Proud of you. Hats off to you. Thank you, man. you, know what I'm saying? And we're we going to make it happen, bro. Like We're going like, to be good, man. Yeah, like I'm proud, but Like I'm proud to call you my, I'm saying, like my homie. You know sure, what I mean? Good luck, yeah. it But it's your boy, Stuff V. We finishing up the Let's Get the podcast. I had two special guests. You know what I'm saying? All black excellence in the building. I had the Jiggy Haston, and I had my boy Tyson Jones. He about to go away and um fight for the country. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to shout him out one more time before we get out of here. And uh, we appreciate you, champ. I'm saying and um keep pushing yes, sir. Yes, sir. good luck and stay safe stay dangerous thank you very much boom